Hey, it's Matt with Mystical Mountains. Um, I want to talk tonight about my journey to instructorhood and hopefully give you some tips into what to look for for a credible survival instructor. My journey wasn't like I didn't wake up one day and was like, oh my God, I want to be a survival instructor. It was a progression, if you will. Um, I had some... When I was younger, I spent some time homeless and met some really cool people, some really not cool people, and some people in between just trying to survive. And where I live, which is in western North Carolina, you know, we grew up, you know, hunting, fishing, hiking, kayaking, canoeing, uh, camping. So I had a very rudimentary knowledge a survival, if you will, and then uh, spent some time in the military and learned, you know, survival there, and I came out, and I can't remember exactly what it was, but I had this realization that if something happened uh, to me after I got married, you know, I would have to, like, if something happened, I say an MP or um, uh, something along those lines, me and my wife would have to rely on someone else, on some things, you know, things that other people was better at than I am, you know, for example, bushcraft and trapping. Now, I had a rudimentary or elementary knowledge of these things, but nowhere near to what I wanted. So, I didn't know how to get started. I, um, you know, I knew the stuff that you see on TV. You know, the majority of it, not all, but the majority of it was bullshit. And I, you know, I knew when I went on YouTube, for example, that, you know, I couldn't look at someone and see. You know, I just I had to take it by their word what their experience was, and their, you know, if, if it was legitimate or not. Well, as luck would have it, I started meeting people and then got introduced to other people and started taking, you know, found some, some good quality courses and schools and, uh, you know, I got to attend those and then, you know, by doing that, I networked with other people and got to attend other schools and, you know, kind of did it that way. But the one thing that I did, and, and I was told to do this by another instructor, was when I started, have a notebook. And in, in this notebook, every time you took a course or a class or went to a school, you know, write down the date, the time, who the instructors was, the weather, you know, have a uh, an outline of the course you took, you know, and notes on the course. And at the end of the course that you took, have the instructor look over it and then autograph, you know, like like sign it, and then date it, so that way it's a record. You know, I I I have four or five journals that is filled with this stuff. You know, from herbology to bushcraft to military, you know, style survival. And I made sure that the the instructors, you know, signed it, you know, and dated and timed it. That way, when I go somewhere or someone asks for my credentials, 
I can show them every class I've ever took. You know, they can verify that I'm not just, you know, full of shit. So that's something in, in any instructor that's worth his salt would be willing to do that, would be, you know, giving you like a lineage, if you would, of who they learned from. And it would all be verifiable. So, you know, I, I started networking to get back, you know, and the more I learned, the more I realized how much I didn't know. So it became an obsession. And not really, you know, of trying to get big name schools or trying to get big name people. Then, you know, that comes in time. But it was, you know, how many ways can I build a fire? You know, which fire is great in this instance and not great in this instance you know what wood is the best wood to use for for this reason or for this purpose and I I broke it down and just you know it became my life and I was extremely lucky to be able to attend some of the schools that I've attended and to be able to get to meet and finally know even if it's you know from friendship to you know work acquaintances um, some very uh, popular, very you know knowledgeable people. Well, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll say that. And as it grew, and I saw different areas, you know, different territories, if you will, you know, like someone from the Pacific Northwest, you know, they might have, you know, who better to go to to learn on how to build a fire in a moist environment than someone from the Pacific Northwest. So, you know, I, I got that opportunity. And from there, you know, seeing on how they did things differently than, say, how I would. And it just broadened my horizons. And and I started to feel like I could finally, no matter what happened, my wife would be okay. Well, I started getting a, a name in, school, in the different schools and instructors and stuff. You know, I started to become their friends and... You know, I have some very good lifelong friends now from it. And I was challenged to do this one thing with this one instructor that I'm not going to drop the name on. And the way they taught was very pass-or-fail. You came to them, and you took your, your book, you know, your resume, and they verified all of it. And once you pass the verification then you basically started at the bottom and worked your way up because you had to be able to do it, not only do it, but teach someone how to do it, own it to the point that it looked like you knew what you was doing, and if you messed up, how to correct yourself. Well, as an example, we'll just take um, uh, feather sticking because that's something that most people in the survival community knows what it is. Well, most people, you feather stick... And it's okay. You know, you don't care what it looks like. You don't care how many curls you get on each feather. You know, you just do it and go on. Well, for this example to be like, you're going to do 20 curls. And each curl is going to, is going to ha- or each feather, you're going to do 20 feathers. And each, cur- and each feather is going to curl, say, 25 times. You do not, you know, okay. So you know what you got to do, so you practice. 
And when you're ready, you would come up and you would, you know, tell the, you know, tell the instructor, you know, I'm ready. And he would watch you. Say you did, um, you know, you got on but, but to the last one on your feather and it had one less curl than what you were supposed to have. Well, then you failed. You didn't go any farther. And, and you couldn't come back and do it again because what you've done by saying you were ready is that you presented yourself that you owned that skill to that level. And if you didn't, for whatever reason, then that could have led to failure. That could have led to you being more overconfident than what you are. That could be, you know, leading to all these other stuff that they looked, or, you know, that he looked at as, you know, you messed up. And in survival, there is no saying you're sorry. So for this person to acknowledge you as a survival instructor, you know, meant you knew what you was doing. And the day that I got that acknowledgement was an amazing event. Now, to say that I'm done learning is wrong. I'm not. I know my I know what I can do and I know what I can't do and I know my weaknesses and I know what I can improve on. For example, you take flint napping. I know how to do it. I can make passable things. Um, am I Will Lord level? No. Will I ever be Will Lord's level? No. So there are people out there that are better at their chosen skill than I am. But there's times when I would be better than, say, that person and doing something else, you know, that they don't do all the time. And I'm not saying that I'm better than him or whatever, but a good instructor knows their limitations and they know when to not claim to be an expert in everything. Okay? So, to summarize, when you meet and when you think about taking a you know, course or a class or or to have a, a guru, a, you know, survival instructor. Look at who they learn from. Look at their skill level. Look at how they do things and verify it. Ask them for their record. And they'll be able to tell you. And if they can't, then it might not be the school you want to go to. So all my stuff is available upon request. You know, I'm not saying you should come to me if you don't want to. Find a school you're comfortable with. Find a teacher you're comfortable with. And then ask for their lineage. You know, who did they study with? Who did they study under? Who did they study under? And then look at these teachers and see exactly what their um, techniques are. You know, what, what their skill mastery is. And go from there because you don't want to put your survival knowledge and to someone that's maybe mediocre. So, hope this helps. See you on the next time. Get outside, and I love you.